Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 139 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at EDDYC85. Follow the show at EC underscore hero, and check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast, and our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. Eddie, we're not alone today. Once again, joining us, um, only gone for a few weeks. It was just on for the Apocalypse episode. Our good friend, Josh Davis, at Josh Knows Best. Josh, welcome uh, welcome back, man. hey yeah. Yeah. Guess who's back? Back again. Yes. Beyond a few more weeks, too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to rebrand the show. No. Never. Yes. <laughs> Eddie and Caleb Joshy cast. We got it. Oh, we that sounds perfect. Yeah. We'll just podcast about your life. Yeah. Mix in some hero movies every now and then. Week by week. That sort of thing. Perfect. Yeah. And, oh boy, it is Thursday, December 8th. We are uh, not too far away from Christmas. Um, we're coming off of the heels of a yet-to-be-recorded Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy holiday special review. And, Eddie, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm I'm good. All the Christmas shopping's done. Mine has not been started, sir. Better hurry. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I just got a new job and, uh, you know, under um, a lot of pressure at the moment, so that's awesome. Well, um, I don't know what to say to that. This is what I get for uh, switching to a different Cloud 9 store in the middle of holiday season. <laughs> well, just make sure, that, you know, the Tulsa hero uh, is on his toes because <laughs> okay. there could be some... <laughs> You know, a diehard situation, and we might need the Tulsa hero. Yeah, it, here's the thing. If you didn't reference it, I was going to. I was just trying to figure out how. Well, that, <laughs> I did. The Tulsa you hero, got, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Tulsa hero uh, coming to a theater near you in the summer of 2024. <laughs> well, we should. Enough about- well, look, it's, uh, what is it, chat, G- GDP, GDT, I don't remember the letters. <laughs> A lot. It's a new AI bot, and we wrote a movie about Caleb, and he is basically a diehard situation in his store, Mm -hmm. and um, he doesn't kill anybody, but he does sound the alarm and calls the police, so it's like diehard if it was a Hallmark Christmas movie. (laughs) Yeah, basically I'm Paul Blart. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Caleb is Paul Blart, that's not bad. That isn't either. Exactly. Exactly. But yes, the movie was called Tulsa Hero. I didn't put that in there. It just came up with it on its own. <laughs> so That's at, really good. It cranks out some bangers sometimes. Like the that yeah. old, that elder horror movie sounded not too bad. So let me ask: Is it like <laughs> do you just like type in? Is it like a Mad Lib thing, or what do they got going on? No, you just say, "Hey, write a movie about this," and it will. Okay. Interesting. The only downside is you have to... Sometimes it'll cut it off, and you have to pay money for a subscription, and it'll write the whole thing. But, uh, I mean, apparently the the limitations that I've heard is that it doesn't know recent events. I think that is 
part of the case. So if you asked it like, you know, like if you asked it like the big news today, the big trade with Brittany Griner, it wouldn't know anything about that. Cause it's, it's trade. Because it's recent. It was a trade, but it was who won, a, who won that trade, Ed? I think Russia won the trade. I think so. Yeah, I I mean, we think we're gonna have buyer's remorse here in a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> The only thing I thought would be very funny is if that uh, Victor guy started selling weapons again and then we just arrested him again. <laughs> I'm like, that would be okay. That would be like a Russell Wilson to the 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 Broncos where it's like, you thought there was an obvious winner, but it's like, not so fast. Because now Lee the Corso Seahawks gift. get like the oh, third no. overall pick or whatever it is. Oh, baby. That'd be like, that'd be like when the Braves traded Jesse Chavez to the Angels. And then, what, two months later, they picked him up on waivers. That was going to be my other example. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, uh, real quick, we got to go into the time capsule. I don't want to be here all night. I know you guys got things to do. Uh, This was released on August 5, 2016. Um, Your champions in wrestling at the time. In the WWE, you had Dean Ambrose, WWE champion, and Samoa Joe, the NXT champion. Who's Dean Ambrose? Yeah, John, sorry, the uh, the current John Moxley, as it were. A couple weeks oh. away from uh, we would have had the, the, the champion thing, whatever, with the Champagami. Yeah, Ooh, yeah that's, Champ- a good, that's a good one. I like that. What, whatever the hell that Samoa means. Joe, kind almost, of, but not quite. I can't count a mid-card no. title. Nope, nope. Bobby Lashley, folks, TNA World Heavyweight Champion. And <laughs> one last time, thank God. Jay Lethal, ROH World Champion. Oh, number one song for one more week on the uh, digital downloads here in the U.S., Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Uh, I'm sure Josh is very familiar with that song. Yeah. <laughs> the trolls. Good old trolls. Yep, that's what I figured. Oh, Edman, what were you doing around uh, August of 2016, sir? So I had bought my previous dog, Macho, some WWE chew toys. I think it was a uh, it was like a chew a chewed up uh, Steve Austin, a rock, and a title belt. And I took a photo of him chewing up the Steve Austin one and on a whim I just posted it on Instagram and I tagged old Steve. A few hours later I get a notification quote tweet and it's Steve asking for a rematch at WrestleMania and I was like wow that's pretty cool Steve Austin knows my dog exists so mm-hmm. there you go and that folks is the probably the closest we ever got to uh, Steve Austin against the Macho Man unless it happened in WCW and I'm just not aware it did not hmm. they were not there at the same time okay I think they just missed each other mm-hmm because he's because uh, Macho came in what the end of '94, I believe WCW. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think Steve Austin was on the shelf when that happened, and then he went to the ECW. Yeah, he only okay. wrestled two matches there. People forget that. Yeah, yeah Mike Flipwreck <laughs> and what the Sandman. Yeah, ah, that sounds right. People think he had like a sh- like he did a lot there. He was only there for like two months. And he he did some skits on their like syndicated TV show. That's really about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bon- the bongo skits. Yes. 
<laughs> I can't really think of anything I was doing around August of 2016. I know I saw this in the theaters. Yeah, I did too. Yep. Yeah, it's a watch Agami. We got a watch Agami. Hell yeah. Love to see it. I, I do. Was, um, I was going to say, I think I was working at. What, when did this come out? What month? August. 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 Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm still at the old call center job because I think uh, the following year I was at my current job and I've been there since. So, yeah, I'm still there. Yeah, I remember the uh, the memes that came out after this movie because I was very much looking forward to it. And Me too. There, there was a lot of memes like uh, the Obi Wan meme where he's yelling at the movie like you were supposed to be the chosen one, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't have I had low hopes for DC after this. I was just like, man, I don't I don't know if they're ever going to get it together. But I did have as I mentioned on uh the Ninja Turtles episode. I did have a uh what do you call it? A history with the movie that kind of reoccurred sort of. So I I was watching a episode of American Greed. And they were talking about this actor. He wasn't a famous actor, but they were showing something he did. It was a uh, like a fan-made movie, and it was called The Laughing Man. And he was doing the origin of the Joker, but he can't call it Joker, so he called it The Laughing Man. And then Harley Quinn was just called Q. And it was... I, they were showing it, and I'm like, that looks really familiar. And I went back and watched it. It's still on YouTube. I do remember watching this when it came out, and it did not, it wasn't any better. Uh, it was still pretty bad. Uh, the comments really loved it, though. There were some comments that were like, this guy is the Joker. Like, no, he's, it's pretty bad, actually. But um, a lot of the comments, because this came out around the same time as this movie, and they're like, every comment was like, this guy's so much better than Jared Leto. He's so much better. I'm like, he's really not. He's the critic that they brought on to talk about the uh, the the thing, he's like, he described it best. He's like, I think he thinks he's killing it, but he's really not. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly what this was. Anyway, he it's ended like up Jared. exactly. <laughs> he uh, he ended up running the biggest Ponzi scheme in in Hollywood. So he was as uh, about as big of a criminal as uh, the Joker in the end. And wow. Sam yeah. Bankman Freed. The clown prince yeah. of Gotham. Hey, um, which uh, 30 Seconds to Mars song are we using as the outro? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Way to spoil it. Well, I want to text you just to get a uh, – to, just to give a suggestion because I have a preference myself. Who cares? There's three Jared Leto movies. We'll use three different songs. <laughs> well, <laughs> it right now. Okay, we will take a look. I sent it in the group. That's like my go-to uh, 30 Seconds to Mars song. Also, there's three Jared Leto movies? Yeah. So we got this and Morb, and what's the other one? The uh, Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for what, the like the two scenes that he's in? <laughs> hey, counts. Yeah, for sure. Hey, what if they did this movie, but they had all the actors in, like, performing, um, from, uh, pardon me, performing characters from, uh, better movies that they were in? 
like Jared Leto was like addicted to heroin and uh, El Diablo was a high school football player. That's a Friday Night Lights reference. Will Smith <laughs> was uh, chasing, ali- chasing aliens. Yeah, that sort of thing. Harley Quinn was uh, just showing her v- part- vagina to Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked that cut. Yeah. Yeah. Release the. Release the Baldwin cut. Release the Scorsese cut. <laughs> Let's make some real cinema here. Yes, that this is cinema. <laughs> well, shall we get into the facts and figures? We may as well, yeah. Well, budget hundred and seventy five million. Box office seven hundred and forty six point eight million. Big number. Yeah. Made uh made a little bit more than Black Adam, that's cool. Yeah, I love that they're disputing. Like, they don't even know if that made money. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah I made uh There was a big marketing budget. I didn't really write all that down this week. Supposedly, it made like $175 million, Suicide Squad, not Black Adam. But for the purposes of the list, we're going with $571.8 million with the inflation of 710 That's bowling. It's a bowling reference for Caleb the Bowler. Should have been a bowler. Yes. Yeah, he should have. Should have been a bowler. But it puts it 13th on the list, right below Guardians, which is appropriate because James Gunn will do the sequel, and right above X-Men Days of Future Past. It's not bad company. No, no, not at all. But I say the 13th, yeah. So, the, uh, might have done a little better had the, uh, reviews been more glowing, though. Critics, 26%, and fans, 58%. Scoregami. No, not quite. <laughs> Almost. What a shame. Yeah, that's... Uh... Also, I believe, I think David Ayer, he didn't go full Josh Trank and be like, the studio buried me, but at the same time, I believe he took to Twitter to basically say, like, I didn't really get to release, like, my full vision in this film. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, one of I those, remember that. One of those things. But, but like I said, he didn't go full Josh Trank where he's never going to work again. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, he's had a career, at least. Exactly, yeah. Well, shall we uh, jump into the cast? Ooh, I'd love to jump into certain members of the cast, that's for sure. <laughs> Leto! <laughs> okay, well, we'll start with Jared Leto as the Joker. Awful. Just Caleb, Caleb, all that chit chat's gonna get, get you hurt. <laughs> you stole the end quote. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. We'll live. It's so uh, good you can repeat it again. Exactly. Yeah. It's what the hell was he doing? Well, I have a theory. Okay. Oh, here we go. So let me let me start by saying I I get casting Jared Leto as the Joker. When I heard that, I was like, that makes sense. You know, he's been, I and look, I liked him in, like, uh, Fight Club, uh, mm-hmm. American Psycho. I liked him in We yep. Crash, which was just a show that aired this year. Uh, the Little Things, even though the movie, the ending sucked, but I liked his character in it. He was really good uh, in Requiem for a Dream. Dallas Buyers yeah. Club. I liked him in House of Gucci, even though he got a Razzie yeah. nomination, which is BS. But we've, as we've discovered over the podcast, sometimes the Razzies get it wrong, and it's like, no, that's not worthy of a Razzie at all. But 
I think because the Heath Ledger Joker is still fresh, and everyone's going to compare him to Heath Ledger. Yeah. So it's like, and this is a case of like in sports, you want to be the guy after the guy. Like nobody wants to be um, Mac Jones. <laughs> um, why I can't remember the dude's name. He's that irrelevant. Um, the dude who just came in, who started the year at quarterback for the Steelers. Um, uh, Trubisky. Yeah. Pickens. Nobody wants to be Trubisky. You want to be Pickens because you're not replacing a legendary quarterback. You're replacing the bum that replaced the legendary quarterback. That's who you want to be. So yeah. he's in a tough spot start to start off. Secondly, if you did anything even resembling Heath Ledger's Joker, which let's be honest, Joaquin Phoenix does, like that's a very and then the the Joker after him in uh, the brief brief viewing we get of him in um the Batman. The Batman. They both go with the psychotic criminal style Joker, which is similar to what Heath Ledger's did. If Jared Leto does that, everyone's going to crap all over it. So it's like, okay, well, let's do something different. What about, you know, Jack Nicholson's Joker? But let's modernize it because we can't do an 80s style gangster in 2016. And this is where we get problems. <laughs> because <laughs> when they're like, well, let's modernize it. Let's have him be a modern day gangster. You know, tattoos, and he walks around with a cane, he drives a fancy car, he has a grill. I guess that's a modern day gangster. That's not a Joker. That's a really bad idea. I don't know whose idea that was, but it's like this version of the Joker sucks. So I don't know what actor could have pulled it off. Jared Leto didn't. It was terrible. But the character is not good. And I think they pivot when the brief scene we do get of him in uh, Snyder Cut. So hopefully there's better Joker to come. But uh, he was in a no-win situation. And this version, whoever came up with it, sucked. Uh, He looked like a failed... He looked like someone you would see on, like, stage at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Like, <laughs> that's what he looked like. Like, he's a white rapper clown. And that's, like... Oh, my God. Not a good... <laughs> not a good... Not good. Not good. So you're telling me that this version version of the Joker really likes Fago, then? I guess. Yeah. And for some Moon, reason, Moon Jared... Burst. Well, I have to mention, for some reason, Jared Leto never broke character in filming and would send his cast members, like, dead animals to get into character. I don't... Method acting, I don't... Whatever. Like, that's, that's a little weird. Yeah, like he, it's a little weird, like yeah. He's Daniel Day, like yeah. he's Daniel Day-Lewis or something. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know about all that. Um, but, yeah. hey, you know, whatever. Whatever helps, but it didn't, so maybe don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anybody else have any thoughts on the Joker? I I, I got to give him a little anyway because the character I, was no win. Yeah, I don't think he was. I don't think there was anything he was going to do that was going to save it to comic book fans. So can't really blame him all for it. Yeah, they should have tried. They should have tried with the Mark Hamill Joker from the cartoon. That might have been a little better. Worked. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. It, 
the portrayal was bad, but the character was also bad. So like, he's I like, think I, honestly, honestly, I think I it's think... like seventy percent character and 30, 30 on him. Like, it's like that's the ratio. I think something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, you're gonna see a common theme. I think a lot of these actors were probably given bad direction. Yep. Oh yeah, this this cast is very Great. Talent, very talented. So, but yeah, it's. Uh, the cast is a uh, problem. So, I guess we can try, uh... How about old Robocop, Joel Kinnaman, as Rick Flagg? You're gonna find this with the uh, Harley Quinn as well. Um, he was better in James Gunn's version. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree too, but I don't know. I think he's fine. Uh, he's definitely more likable, and there's more meat on the bone with this character in the second one. Yeah, no, he's... He's a little generic in this one, but yeah. um, he, you know, he brings a certain charm to the role. I thought. I like him at the end. I mean, I think he redeems his character arc at the end. He does, yeah. Well, let us see. Um, I think there are three more characters worth talking about. Unless anyone has strong feelings on Captain Boomerang. No, not really. Uh, shout out Ike Barinholtz, the uh, prison guard. I love. Hell him. yeah. <laughs> a little bit, but that's about it. Anytime he pops up, I always love it. Yeah, because I mean, Mad TV, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of stuff. Eastbound and down. Yep. Uh, He's a block blockers with uh, John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> Neighbors. He's done a lot of stuff. Uh, let's go with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, finally getting her movie debut. Yeah, not um, not completely unlikable, but definitely kind of a bitch. Which again, She's supposed to be. Yeah, I know, but ah, uh, is, is a bit much. You know what I'm saying? I like. I think Captain Boomerang kind of hit it on the head in one scene when he said, "Why is every why is every conversation with you a knife fight?" Uh, to me, she was like the highlight of the movie. Like this is exactly how Harley Quinn should be played. Yeah, she nailed it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited for, like, an origin story for her. I thought they breezed over it very quickly. And, like, the fact that the only thing they show is her counseling Joker, and he's like, I need a machine gun. She's like, okay. I'm like, really? Like John Robinson just accepting it. <laughs> feels like Absolutely. that would take, feels like that would take years to break down your therapist like that. Maybe it did. Um, maybe. It I guess we'll didn't see. Show that. She's supposed to be in The Joker 2, but it's going to be played by Lady Gaga, and it's going to be yeah. a musical, which is uh, baffling, to say the least. That movie might be crazy. It might be like an acid trip. I, I look forward to it, though, because my <sighs> number one thing after the first Joker movie, I was like, I, I hope they don't do a sequel. But if they do, I hope it's different enough. That you know, it's not gonna like sully my memory of this first one. Well, here's my least, issue with it. It's like I don't like musicals. I don't like when song is needed to advance a plot. And number two, like the first movie, people was not a musical. How come in this universe now everyone sings to communicate? That won't make any sense to me. But whatever. Maybe it's like all we'll a crazy, like all a crazy dream at the psych. Yeah. Psychos, That's you know? the thing. You've got to remember about that first Joker movie. Like one of the common themes of that movie was you had an unreliable narrator. 
Yeah. I guess. I That's suppose, what I'm guessing. I suppose. Gonna I'm gonna give it a chance, but I mean, well, I, you know, clearly you got. I don't know how Joaquin Phoenix sings. Clearly, Lady Gaga can sing, but sure. I mean, hopefully that at least gives a good Harley Quinn origin story because this kind of just brushed over it, and then she just jumps into some chemicals and. Like, okay, but yeah. Uh, how about Will Smith as Deadshot? Uh, to me, he was the the star of the movie. Like to me, he was like Harley Quinn. Yeah, she nailed the character, but to me, he was the heart of the movie. Yeah, no, he played Will Smith, but he plays him very well, and uh, <laughs> he was, you know, he was he was a cool villain. I wouldn't mind seeing more of him. We'll see. Maybe if there's another. Suicide Squad, James Gunn's, you know, he already canceled Wonder Woman 3, uh, so we'll see. We don't know where his direction is, but whatever. Should be yeah, good. I, heard, I, I heard unironically that there, I don't know, i got to vet the source, but he might be interested in doing a Polka Dot Man movie, which I don't know, that seems more like an HBO show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to put too many butts in the seats. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like my joking about a uh, squirrel girl. Eddie went full. Eddie went full Tony Schiavone on us. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing about the squirrel girl is Marvel's going so deep into their archives that it feels like that that's coming out. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the main event. I saved this one for last because I have a lot of thoughts on this character. Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Oh, you mean Miss Exposition? Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, I mean, she's a great actor. Yeah, she's great uh, in just about everything. She was good in this. This character made no sense. Um, And I had to look it up. This isn't to say that there aren't bad comics, because there are. But I was like, there's no way a comic had this as the storyline. And sure enough, I looked it up. And Amanda Waller, she is a government official in the comics, but she had the Suicide Squad kidnapped from prison and made them her own personal team, as opposed to getting government approval to do this. Which is like, that would have been so much better. Why didn't you do that? Yeah, it would have been a better angle of, like, from our point of view watching, it would have been more enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, she. I would have had her be like, if you remember the Kingpin from the Spider-Man cartoon from the early 90s, where everyone mm-hmm. thinks he's this, you know, he's this philanthropist, and he gives money to help everybody, and he cares about the neighborhood, but behind the scenes, he's like a really terrible person. And none of this play made any sense. I mean, for starters, it's like, her, the the the. The impetus of her plan is like, hey, what if another Superman comes to Earth and he's evil? It's like, okay, you have Batman, The Flash, and Wonder Woman. But what about we need people we can control? Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, So you're going to assemble this team. Okay, let's dissect it. You have the most strongest member of the team, Enchantress, who you can't even trust. She already bolted the team, and so you can't control her, so she's out. You have Deadshot, whose best ability is bullets, which Superman is immune to. 
Mm-hmm. You have Harley Quinn, who uses a gun and a baseball bat, which Superman is immune to. You have Diablo, who uses fire, which Superman is immune to. What, are you going to have Captain Boomerang throw him a boomerang at him? That doesn't seem like it would work. Katana's sword, that's not going to do anything. So this team sucks, and it's a stupid idea. So how it got approved, it was too big of a plot hole for me to ignore. Yeah, um, it's better on paper than in actuality. Well, it's funny you mention that. It's also hilarious that she uses Enchantress, you know, going rogue to be like, see, this is why we need the Suicide Squad. Yeah, if she didn't attempt to assemble the Suicide Squad, they wouldn't have needed the Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Here's a little something I did just for laughs. And uh, what if this were real? So I proposed a real-life Suicide Squad. Oh, no. I guess the Merchant of Death can no longer be on it. Can the Tulsa hero be on there? He can be the Rick Flag. Oh, yes. I was going to say, yeah, Tulsa hero's a good guy. Yeah, Rick Flag. So imagine I'm this military general. I'm pitching him. I've got a meeting. President Biden's in there. All of his top generals are in there. And I say, listen, Prez, we have located uh, Kim Jong-un. He's not in great health. He is up in his mountain retreat. And uh, it's heavily guarded, but it's not as heavily guarded as his presidential palace in Pyongyang. So what we're going to do is send a team over there to assassinate him. And the first question is going to be, what if they're caught? Well, if they're caught, we're just going to disavow them because this particular team are just expendable people. And who cares? They're criminals, but they're going to do what we say. So let me introduce you to the real-life Suicide Squad. We have... Starting off, batting leadoff, Ted Kaczynski, oh a.k.a. the Unabomber. He's an explosives <laughs> expert. But, but, don't let his dishe- but don't let his disheveled appearance fool you. He attended Harvard University, and he, uh, he has a doctorate in mathematics. However, while at Harvard, he attended ethically, ethic, ethnically questionable psychological studies, that some speculate may have attributed to his later extremist beliefs. Number two, we have Michael Swango, a.k.a. Dr. Death. He's a poisons expert. He was a physician who spent most of the time in the 80s and 90s using his medical license to poison patients and even staff members. Lee Boyd Malvo, a.k.a. the DC Sniper, a trained killer who can kill a target from a quarter mile away, and he can be stashed inside a trunk of a car with a hole the size of a quarter to look out of. And finally, bat and clean up the wild card, Joaquin Guzman, a.k.a. El Chapo. He's this big-time cartel leader and a mass murderer. We're going to send these four to kill Kim Jong-un. What do you say? This might be the episode the hero uh, cast gets canceled. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> this is a real-life Suicide Squad. Yeah, and when you hear something. that, you're like, wow, that's incredibly stupid. It would be. <laughs> that is why the Amanda Lala character is so bad. Now, and, she's a, and she's a bitch on top of that. So yeah. yeah, now if she were just corrupt and did this just to take out a villain, like if, if she was like, 
hey, I need this group because there's too much red mm. tape, and I want, I'm want i a bad person, but I want to take out worse people. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But the fact that the government's like, yes, we will do this plan. This is a great plan. John Robinson, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's not a great plan. It's a terrible plan. It's as bad as the one I just proposed, but it's literally the same thing. Yeah, it is. The power is just shifted to bullets and yeah, bullets and craziness. Yeah, yeah. and I, well, I, I guess I can change it now because I, I would have had uh, the Merchant of Death on here, but he's free, so maybe they can go after him instead of, of Kim Jong-un. So it's like I'm forming my Suicide Squad, but one of them breaks free and goes rogue, and then they got to go take him out. Yeah. But, yeah. I think uh, three of the four... We're in uh, the, the Supermax in Colorado, I think so. I thought about Did that. I, I thought about, uh, what is it, Jokar Zhirnaev, the, uh, the Boston bomber, but we already got one explosives expert on the team. I didn't I didn't think we needed two. I, I just, what, you know, that seems overkill. No pun intended. What about hey, Cyrus, Cyrus the virus? Well, he's dead. <laughs> oh. Cameron Poe, American hero. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that would be my Suicide Squad. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think my Suicide Squad would be led by uh, Kurt Cobain and Jason David Frank. Oh, my God. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Hey-oh! Uh, we're both getting canceled. I'm not. You are. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just took real-life prisoners. You made fun of people that killed themselves. I sure did. Jeez. Well, should we jump into the plot before you say anything more offensive? Yes, yes. Let's go ahead. Oh, we didn't talk about Enchantress. We all agree she sucks as a villain, right? She's the the dirt worst. The dirt worst. The actress is hot, so that's awesome. But beyond that, yeah. It doesn't fit with the movie at all. No, it's terrible. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. Uh, Yeah, by the way, I would have chosen... um, I wanted to see Clayface as a villain for a while. Dude, and if they had a good a good villain in this movie, it would have really kicked it up a lot. Yeah. This movie's not I don't want to spoil the rating, but this movie right. could have been really good. Like It could have been easily. Yeah, I, to me I would have done Clayface. Like the CGI wasn't there in the 90s and I think it would have really sucked if it was if he was part of the uh the George Clooney Batman movie. Because everything yeah. in that movie sucked, and then he's not realistic for the, uh, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy, and he's probably not going to be in the Batman trilogy or however many they make. So the DC universe is his only hope. He actually would have probably fit in with this movie because it's pretty over the top. Yeah, he's he could be a, a big giant goofy villain, but he's also, uh, you know, he's not. He doesn't suck like Enchantress. <laughs> Dude, she sucks. Her, her and her brother are the worst. Yeah, I don't even know what their plan was. I guess turn everybody into monsters. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't. It's like they tried to end modern times. It's like, okay, how are they you going to do that? To, uh, they wanted to open a big hole up in the sky. Right. Oh, there's a new idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, problem right off the bat when I loaded this up on HBO, PG-13. What are we doing? Yeah. This could have Definitely been just... 
This could have been your Deadpool, DC, uh-huh. and instead, PG-13. Especially with Will Smith's character. It's like, they really could have leaned into that even more with, like, the jokes and the cussing and just everything. Like, they could have really kicked it up. Could have and should have, but didn't. They should have leaned into it a little bit. They should have had, like, when Enchantress's guys were coming through, just have Will Smith drop one, welcome to Earth. Well, they're already on Earth. They're just monsters. Yeah. Stop. Well, we open in a prison in Louisiana... And we meet Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Cut to Amanda Waller. She's at dinner with some government people and proposing her Task Force X project. She takes the most violent criminals and sends them on missions. And then we meet our cast. We have Deadshot. He's a good hitman, but he has a daughter, and they had Batman catch him. Uh, We have Harley Quinn, former psychiatrist, who is assigned to the Joker, who fell in love with him and then went crazy. Batman got her, too. We have Captain Boomerang. He's a bank robber who Flash caught. We have El Diablo who turned himself in, but he can create fire. And we have Killer Croc, half man, half crocodile. It's like, why didn't Batman and Flash, why aren't they your squad? Like, they caught these yeah. people. <laughs> like, yeah, why are you not, um, whatever. I love that Flash has been in two movies and he hasn't had his own yet. Yeah. We have Enchantress. He's an archaeologist archaeologist who went to a cave, opened up a bottle, became possessed with the Enchantress, but she has the Enchantress heart, which is her weakness, and in case Enchantress uh, goes rogue, she just stabs the heart and kills it, except when she does, she doesn't, she stabs the heart and doesn't kill it. I don't, whatever. <laughs> uh, but they assigned her Colonel Rick Flag, and uh, they fell in love. That's nice. So, Waller Cut said... The credits. Yeah, Waller says, in a world full of monsters, this is the only way to protect our country. No, that's false. (laughs) Uh, Batman and Flash and Wonder Woman will protect your country. Because they literally did Oh, Aquaman. I don't think they know about Aquaman yet, or they kind of do, but don't. Uh, It's only at the end, right? I mean, they know he exists, but he hasn't made himself known, or as Flash right. and Batman and everybody has, but like... Yeah, he hasn't really surfaced lately. Oh! That, that was not meant to be a pun. But it was. Okay. <laughs> so, this is, yes, this is Amanda's plan to stop the next Superman, if he's evil. We're just gonna th- shoot him and throw boomerangs at him, which will, uh... Yep. Superman's notorious weakness is boomerangs. Yes. So and yeah, maybe it is. No one's ever tried it on him. So maybe it is. Put some kryptonite on there. I guess. <laughs> so, and he's like, if they're caught, we just throw them under the bus. They have Enchantress demonstrate, and she brings some files from Tehran about some weapons. And they're like, oh, we're in. This is great. <laughs> and uh, speaking of getting, oh, they release a uh, Killer Croc and Deadshot. And uh, speaking of getting canceled, we see Deadshot shoot some targets to Kanye West, Black Skinhead. <laughs> of all the Kanye songs, it's Black Skinhead. Well, look, the soundtrack in this movie was great. Yes. Yeah, I'm not, was... not going to pretend like Kanye made bad music all of a sudden because he's an idiot. Right. And then we cut to the prison guard who has some gambling debt. He's taken to a room where the Joker shows up. 
cut to Enchantress, who steals her brother's urn. Uh, I guess it's his urn, I don't know. And then she possesses some guy, and they used, they're like, oh, we used to be gods, and now people worship machines. So the brother's like, well, then I guess we'll build a machine. And this is where Flag's like, oh, she bolted, she bolted. And then Amanda Waller like, starts stabbing the heart repeatedly, but it doesn't really do anything. So it's like, <laughs> great, your strongest character from your Suicide Squad just bolted, so yeah, you're left with nothing. So she tells, uh, she goes away, tells Flag, well, she comes back as the archaeologist, June. She tells Flag to stop her, even if it kills me. Meanwhile, brother, Incubus, is his name, he uh, he attacks a subway station. and they're Pardon like, me? He attacks a subway station. Pardon me? So they decide it's time to activate Task Force X. Like, oh, this threat, which was created as a result of Task Force X, needs to be stopped by Task Force X. So they free the Suicide Squad, and they load chips into their spine or nano things, whatever. It's like, basically, if you if you run away, it'll blow up your head. Yeah. And we so, have one character that we'll introduce in like five minutes, just so we can prove that. Oh, I got a lot to say about him. Yeah. So Enchantress. So Enchantress meets with her brother, who fixes her heart from being stabbed. And Incubus, he starts wrecking havoc on the city. The Suicide Squad brought are brought before Flag, who tells him about the explosives in their neck. And uh, yeah. Oh, joining him on the mission late is Katana, uh, Kimiko from the Boys. Who, uh, yes. her sword entraps the souls of those she killed, which is pretty cool. It's a shame we only get, like, two minutes of her on screen. And then also Slipknot, whose superpower is being cannon fodder. So they, yeah. appro- they approach Midway City, and their helicopter is shot down. Boomerang tries to tell Slipknot, he's like, hey, you know, the stuff in our neck, it's not real. So yeah. uh, Slipknot uses his power of zip lining to... F- yeah, he's like, well, maybe this is a snuff film. So he just zip lines away, and Flag blows his head off. So I, I stopped, and I'm like, wait a minute. So this the Suicide Squad is already stupid enough, the concept. Uh, we're going to kill Superman with guys with boomerangs and guns. But even if you had, like... A kryptonite boomerang or kryptonite bullets. What does Slipknot bring to the table? His superpower is a summer activity at a campground. What? What is this dude? Have you never seen like people uh, ziplining in the forest? That's what they do. Uh, yeah. Um. That's his power. It's ziplining. That's what he, he does. He can turn anything into a knot. And his uh, comic book origin is apparently a lot darker. Um. Apparently, like he is a rapist for what it's worth. So what? He ziplines into girls. Jesus, no, he ties them up. My God, what did you not listen to what I just said? He said he was a rapist, but he also ziplines. He ziplined in the movie. He's a ziplining rapist. They are a thing. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say I'm glad he wasn't a ziplining rapist in this movie. Agreed. Yeah, I'm glad they, actually, they played him up. No. To, they, play, they played he, him as a total funny joke. Enough, funny enough, Adam Beach took time off of uh, prosecuting rapists to. Uh, perform in this film i think he was on svu anyway pretty sure he was was on joe dirt 
No, not I don't care about Joe Dirt. I'm talking about there's a Law and Order movie that or show rather. I don't watch Law and Order. I don't watch that. I, I think it's SVU, but I could be mistaken. There's like a hundred of them, so who cares? Yeah, yeah. The best thing about him is his name. He's named after a cool band. That's about the only yeah. good thing about Slipknot. Yeah, and I said snuff, and you didn't even like pop or acknowledge it at all. So that's awesome. Oh yeah. Is that Bray Wyatt's band? <laughs> what? I forgot snuff is their song. Yeah, it's it. You forget about it because it's so soft. It sounds like a Stone Sour song. So the squad finds a group of people, and apparently Incubus has turned them into a bunch of monsters. Pardon me? If that's going to be like your reoccurring joke, I'm just going to drop you from the call. Okay. Uh. And they kill the group. More specifically, Deadshot kills the group of monsters. And Harley gets a text from Joker that says he's on his way. They head into a building where they are ambushed by more monsters and Deadshot... Gives Diablo like a pep talk and using his power because the whole time Diablo is like, I'm not, I'm not that guy anymore. I say I'm not gonna use my firepower yeah, anymore, way, and he does. Here, yeah, here's another like, oh hey, great job, Amanda Waller. One of your guys doesn't even like participate. Yeah, he said, don't use me, and then when they use him, he says, I'm not going to do anything, and they're like, that's fine, we're putting you out there. Can you change your mind? To be fair, he did change his mind, which I've. I get it. He doesn't want to use his power anymore because we find out later he did something really bad with his power. But um, I mean, we see in the beginning like he like killed like thirty inmates with his power. But um, yeah. these are monsters. They're fine to kill. I don't know. That's just my thought. Although they used to be people because uh, Deadshot is like, how come one of these monsters is wearing like a three thousand dollar Rolex? It's like, oh, they were former people. Yeah, recovering people. Yeah, well, I think they're, I think they're uh, unable to be switched back. It's like, um, it's like Elaine; she just can't turn them. God. So the building, um, the building that they're in is actually the building where Harley became Harley and dove into the chemicals for the Joker. Just weird that like a building that houses chemicals will be downtown, but whatever. And. This whole time, they're like, we're finding this person we need to extract. He's a very, a very important person. They're like, well, it better be Gandhi, because we're, we're going through a lot to get there. And it's Amanda Waller. <laughs> She's using them to extract herself. So stupid. Uh, yeah. This was the line that made that pissed me off, where she's like, where Flag comes in, and Amanda's like, admit it, I was right. If I was Flag, I don't, I don't advocate violence against women. I would have pulled out my gun and just pistol whipped her right in the face and been like, no, actually you were a billion percent wrong. This is I all would... you. This is all you. You know this, right? All these yeah. people who turn into monsters, it's a direct result of you trying to form the Suicide Squad. Look, yep. I'm not big on Nostalgia Critic, but his review of Suicide Squad might be the best video he's ever done, and he takes down that scene so hard. Oh, it's not the wall. With Corey Taylor also of Slipknot. Jesus Christ, that video was awful. <laughs> I couldn't get through it. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, you have Corey Taylor, and that's what you do. Unbelievable. And you're like, anyway. well, he's going to talk. For one, he's not going to talk. And we're going to do like a whole like Pink Floyd thing, and we're going to have his son play a young version of him. It, it's weird. But yeah. enough about Dodger Critic and Channel Awesome. I'm just saying, it's like if we had a Hollywood guest, and we're like, okay... 
We're going to bring you on for... What's a movie we've done that no one cared about? RoboCop. The, not the original. Yeah. It's like, no, we would use him for, like, something major. Anyway. Yeah, if we, we'd be like, we'd get Joel Kinnaman, and then we'd be like, hey, we're going to have you on for... <laughs> Uh, what's the, what's the one, the 90s chick movie? I can't think of the name right now. Tank Girl. Yes, there we go. Yeah, Just Tank low Girl. low-key, not bad. Yeah, no, it's very good. Like, it's it's just, just the kangaroos were, were bad. Get rid of them, yeah. and it's a good movie. Get, get rid of, of Ice-T, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I remember seeing that film. But yeah, I mean, no, she's a thousand billion percent wrong. And, mm-hmm. uh... Look, I mentioned earlier it would have been cool if they'd have had her be, like, the corrupt person, like, behind the scenes. And then, like, she does that. Like, she shoots a bunch of agents, like, FBI agents as she's leaving for some reason. But it's so poorly done, it's like the heel turn meant nothing. It was like a Vince Russo heel turn in 2000. It's like it doesn't mean anything. When it's like, this yeah. should be, like, a big-time heel turn. And it's like, it just, it's like, oh, she shot the FBI agents. Why? It's like, oh, she's evil the whole time. Like She has been oh. evil the whole time, though, to everybody. But I thought she was just stupid and incompetent. I didn't know she was evil. <laughs> I just, yeah, I took her the whole time at face value just being a bitch, just being straight-up evil. Needed to I mean, be Kingpin from the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. There needed to be an actual turn with that scene. It yeah, was pointless. Like, everyone thinks, even Bruce Wayne... Bruce Wayne could be like, Amanda Waller's a decorated war hero, and now she works for the NSA or whatever she works for. And behind the scenes, it's like, yeah, go ahead and uh, bomb that village with, like, 50 innocent people if it kills that one terrorist. Like, that's what she should be behind the scenes. But, well, if you remember, there was a scene with her and Rick Flagg earlier uh, before they started getting everything in motion where she was, like, threatening him about, you know, his girl – Enchantress. Yeah. And he's like, I should have listened to those guys. They said that, you know, they told me all these horror stories about you and I didn't listen. Like that should have been your key right there that she just was no good. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's fine, but I don't know. Well, the whole, the whole premise of this movie, the whole like message of this movie is for whatever reason, tell, don't show. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do in all forms of entertainment. This heel turn reminded me of, uh, we've all seen the clip of, uh, in WCW, the Yate and the giant, uh, oh, hugging Hulk Hogan. Well, oh people, for, well, people forget is during that Lex Luger turned heel. And it's yeah. like, that's what this felt like. <laughs> Cause like at one point, Shivani's like, well, Lex Luger joined the dungeon of doom. I guess he's beating up Jimmy Hart. Like, okay. <laughs> Something like that. So it's like. It just, it, it didn't matter, and that's what this felt like. I mean, wasn't 90% of the roster in WCW heel at that time to go against Hogan? Yeah, pretty much. It yeah. was bad. Yeah. So they head to the roof to wait on an extraction, but much like me in Warzone DMZ, I'm ambushed right before it gets there and get killed. But uh, Joker shows up, he opens fire. He has a stolen device from the lab earlier that disables Harley's bomb. So Harley escapes with the Joker. Amanda tells Deadshot to shoot her, but he misses on purpose. And then Amanda's like, just shoot the helicopter down. (laughs) So they do. And Harley escapes, and Joker doesn't definitely die. He's dead, man. Yeah, I know. I can't believe they killed the Joker already. Yeah. R.I.P. to a real one. Yes, R.I.P. to a real one. 
So another helicopter picks up Amanda, and she says they'll send for another one. And meanwhile, Amanda's helicopter is shot down, and Amanda's taken hostage by the monsters. So the Suicide Squad make it down the street, and Harley is waiting on them. I did like this scene where she's like she's torn up about the Joker, but she can't let anyone see her sad, so she acts all happy. Again, it's a good cast. They can act, but it's rough material. <laughs> so, meanwhile, uh, Amanda's brought before Enchantress, and she frees her heart, cut to a portal in the sky, which even Deadshot's like, a freaking portal in the sky, or something like that. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. It's like, damn it, Avengers, you ruined it. <laughs> yeah, Avengers, Big Hero 6, Ninja Turtles. It's, yeah. It's everything. We we got to have a portal in the sky. Give it up to the portal in the sky. Portal in the sky. Stop. It's, good. <laughs> it's where I'm going to go when I die. Uh, Flag tells everyone how Enchantress escaped and how it's all Amanda's fault. He's absolutely correct. And they all go to a bar. Meanwhile, this is where Diablo talks about his origin, where he lost control one day, and I love, was it Captain Boomerang, who's like, what happened to the wife and kids? It's like, he killed them. That's, <laughs> yes, they're dead. Which I thought was very funny, and then for some reason, Harley Quinn ruined the funny moment, with like, you should yeah. own that. Like, own it? It yeah. was something he did that he's terribly ashamed of, and he mm -hmm. hates himself for, and yes. he later has no reason to live, and you're like, yeah, own that. Like, no, you don't own that. What terrible advice. Which I guess is the point, because she's a villain, but, like, I mean, they're also friends, or friendly. Him, know. like, that's one of the top three worst things to happen to him, uh, besides being trapped in a hostel and uh, graduating um, after losing the state championship. Mm-hmm. And getting mm -hmm. a face tattoo. Yes. Several. Yes. So, um, yeah, Flag comes in, he destroys the tablet, he's like, yep, you're all free to go. But, and he also had letters from Deadshot's daughter, which he was just carrying around with him on the mission, which was strange. But they decide, ah, we're going to go save the world, because what's the point being a criminal if we're dead? And they all decide to head to the center of the city where Enchantress and her brother are. By the way, I haven't mentioned Enchantress always is like doing a weird dance whenever she's on screen, and I didn't like it. <laughs> so Croc goes underwater to retrieve the bomb that Flag left when he and Enchantress bolted. Which also, I... can we talk about real quick? Uh, Killer Croc was basically just like a borderline like uh, minstrel show. <laughs> I did think it was funny that like it's like this guy can breathe underwater, and they're like. Let's send these divers in. Like, no. How about send the guy that can breathe and swim underwater? Like, how's this even a debate? Like, you have one guy who's actually useful for something, and you're like, send these divers in. And then he pushes them out of the way, like, I'll do it. I was born in here. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, as they hide, Enchantress gives them a vision. I did like this scene real quick, where Deadpool, or not Deadpool, Deadshot's like, that's your girl up there? Go slap her on her ass and tell her to knock this off. <laughs> it should have been funny if he tried. See, that was like that was kind of like the Deadpool humor. Like Phil this, Jackson, triangle bitch. Yeah, like this. There were some funny moments in this, and this could have been Deadpool. You just crank it up to R rating, have some more mm -hmm. hilarious violence, and there you go. Uh, 
Anyway, they give him a vision of what everybody wants, and uh, Deadshot wants to kill Batman, apparently. That's his big fantasy. Uh, what does he get out of killing Batman? I don't he gets know. away for another day? Like I thought it would be like taking his daughter to Disneyland or something, yeah. but it's like, nah, I want to kill Batman. Um, Harley wants to be in a suburban, uh, wants to be a suburban housewife to Jared Leto, which because like he was completely out of makeup there, and it was jarring. Uh, Flag wants to be with his girlfriend, the Enchantress. Diablo wants his family back, and then Diablo snaps out of it. I just, I wish they'd have done Boomerang. I don't think they did. Could have been just, dancing with the pink elephant. I just picture him, like, in a field in Australia, just chucking a boomerang around, like... (laughs) And drinking a Foster's. He's drinking a Foster's as well, yeah. Eating it out back. Yeah. But Diablo snaps out of it, and he's like, this isn't real. And then Incubus comes, attacks them all, Captain Boomerang, his big moment, he throws a boomerang at him, and he just swats it away. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's why you brought this guy? Of course. Also, he mentioned he was serving, like, 13 life sentences, and the only crime they ever mentioned he did was, like, bank robbery. I'm like, what? (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. Like, bank robbery? Life sentence? (laughs) He was, oh, could you you maybe say he was uh, in a kangaroo court? Hey, you could. You could. There you go. Anyway, they want to push Incubus over to the corner where the bomb will be underneath the ground. So Diablo is like, oh, by the way, I can do this, and turns into, like, this big fire Aztec, and uh, just pushes him into the corner, but then he kind of runs out of power, but then he insists that they blow it up anyway, because it's like, hey, I have nothing to live for, I regret my life, if I can do one good thing, just kill me, but, you know, own it, apparently, which is still a stupid line. (laughs) So, they blow it up, and, uh... Yeah, this supreme being they just kill with a bomb. So, okay. I guess. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, sure. So Enchantress activates the machine, which I guess uh, takes out all the important satellites around the world. And then Enchantress fights the Suicide Squad. Mostly she beats them and then says she'll give them a chance to join her. And Harley's like, yeah, I think I'll... Uh, I think I'll take you up on this offer, and idiot Enchantress doesn't see that this is a double cross. Uh, so she grabs, Harley grabs the sword of Katana, stabs Enchantress, pulls out her heart, and then Croc tosses a bomb in the direction of the machine. Deadshot shoots it, blows it up. Enchantress is heavily weakened, but not dead, and Flag says, bring back June or I'll crush your heart. And then Enchantress, who is like this 5,000-year-old mystical being, is like, you don't have the balls. What? <laughs> she hasn't said anything. She's talked in like a mystic old ancient witch the whole movie, and now it's like, you don't have the balls. <laughs> okay. She was, that, she was putting on airs before that. Like, that was yeah. out of place. But he crushes the heart and kills her, but it's okay. June is still alive, so that's good. Yeah, oh, that worked out for him. Can't wait till she comes back in the Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, I'm sure she'll be great with him. Right sure by his side. Yeah, and then, and then here comes dumbass Amanda Waller. She's like, "All right, everybody, you got ten years off your sentence." But then the police come in, and they're like, "Whoa, Miss Waller, are you aware that uh, willful, wanton, and reckless conduct is illegal?" And I looked it up. I was like, "What crime did Amanda Waller commit?" And the only one I could come up with was willful, wanton, and reckless conduct, which is a legal term, 
to describe a person's behavior where they display a perceived disregard for the life, well-being, and safety, reputation, and rights of other people. And however many people were turned into monsters and subsequently killed, that's how many charges of willful, wanton, and reckless conduct Amanda Waller should face. So mm. probably like a million life sentences. She should be in the hole the government throws away the hole like she does. <laughs> but no, she's still in charge and everybody's like, oh, I guess that one kind of got away from you, Amanda. Get him next time. Yeah. You know, that was your Bay of Pigs. Ha ha ha. Like, gosh. Yeah. Made uh, Benghazi look like nothing. Yeah. For sure. It's like, oh, you know, we all screw up, Amanda. Who who could have seen this coming? Like, who who oh, knew this would happen? Yeah. Who Who knew that? releasing a bunch of criminals would cause them to do criminal things. I don't know. <laughs> but no, she has no punishment. But Deadshot does get to have visitation with his daughter, and then Joker busts Harley out of prison, because he's not really dead. Hooray. Yeah! Roll credits. But mid credit scene, Waller meets with Bruce Wayne. This is where it would have made more sense if she was, like, a good person on the outside. But whatever. And, uh... I don't know. She, I, I feel like she knows Batman as Bruce Wayne, right? Like that's the impression yes. I got. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But why doesn't she recruit Batman to bring and whatever? Because she can't like, control him. I, I guess not. Uh, anyway, Batman's like consider yourself an, or Bruce. Sorry, it's like consider yourself under my protection. And then she gives him a binder. It's got Flash and Aquaman in it. And Bruce tells her to shut it down. My friends and I will handle it for you. And it's like, yeah, that's what it should have been the whole time. But anyway, that was Suicide Squad. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was, man. <sighs> um, this gets points for the soundtrack. Heck yeah. Um, some of the action was fine. Will Smith and Margot Robbie did well. I'm giving this a four out of ten. All righty. All right, so this is, I gotta Bru say it. We brought you on to be the dissenting voice, because you do like the movie. This is a guilty pleasure movie for me, and I I do acknowledge it's very stupid in some moments of it. We have picked apart the plot a lot in the writing. Uh, the Enchantress is crap, her brother sucks as well. Uh, um <laughs> The CGI with her at the end especially is pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, but there's also highlights. Like, I like Margot Robbie in this. I like Will Smith in this. Amanda Waller's a bitch, but she's a good actress. Um, there's some good comedy in it. Like, Baron Holtz's couple little comedic scenes are funny. Um, the music, especially in theater, really bumped it up a lot for me. Like, made it a lot. It, I don't know. It's kind of like, um, not comparing the movies, but it's kind of like Rocky Four. How there's just, like... Certain scenes are like, it's like a mini, like a mini music video. Like, I don't know, like the, it's kind of felt like you're watching little mini music videos throughout the movie. That happened like four or five times, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that made the movie a lot more enjoyable and fun for me. Like, the, once you get to the end, like I rewatched it yesterday and like the end is kind of a drag that last 20 minutes or so. But I still... I still can't hate the movie. It's still fun and enjoyable. I, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 still. Okay. okay. That's fair. Yeah, I'm going to give this the old, there's a good movie in there, but they didn't pull it out. 
I think if you'd have made Amanda Waller, like I said, good on the outside to the people around her, but bad behind closed doors, do the comic origin where she kidnaps the Suicide Squad and has them carry out her missions, because she's actually... A, get rid of the whole evil Superman thing, because like this Superman would dunk Shaquille O'Neal all balls in the face on the Suicide Squad. Like, Oh, yeah. Superman would have no problem taking this group out. So get rid of that aspect. Get rid of the government being like, yes, Amanda, this is a good idea. Because it's not. It's a terrible idea. Uh, get rid of Enchantress. Replace her with Clayface. And I think you've got an actually good movie. Because the music's great. The act, the acting is great. Got The cast is, is solid. Uh, you know, tweak the Joker. Well, nah, I can't even say tweak it. Change the character. Like, whatever ideas you had, just throw it out and start over. You know? Maybe do Mark Hamill. That would that would be okay. But um, it's not far away from being a good movie. Oh, and the R rating. I can't stress that enough. Make it R rating. Copy the the violence, the comedic violence from Deadpool, and I think you've got a winner here. But uh, give it in a five and a half. They, they this could have been an eight. Like it really could have. It could have been a really awesome movie, but they were just they. Too many misses for me. That's that's where I am with it. Like just enjoying it. I think I would say an eight if I just said, did I enjoy the movie? Yeah, like an eight. But I take away the points I took away and made it a six because all the yeah. negatives. You, you tweak Amanda Waller, you tweak the Joker, and you switch out the villain. I think you've got a great movie, but it's a shame. Yeah, it could have been the bomb. Yeah, could have been. Could have. It could have been really cool. Like a really cool, you know. Yeah, this could have been... I remember the trailers, like, everybody was really excited for this movie. It's like, this is the movie that's going to get DC going, and then it didn't. And We're going to have to wait yep. until Wonder Woman for that. Try DC for... Try again. Anyway, what's next week? Well, first off, uh, it turns out this episode is dropping on December 28th, so we want to wish you guys a happy 2022, and uh, hope you come into 2023 stronger than ever. Um, mm -hmm. next week we will be reviewing Doctor Strange, which you can watch on Disney Plus. That will drop mm. on January 5th. It feels weird we've gone this long and haven't done Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like, he's such a key piece to the Avengers, and it's like he still has not shown up. But he will yeah. next, he will next week. And then, he uh, will. sure, yeah. Yeah, Josh will be back for Logan. Can't wait for that. And then uh, before that, let's do a little preview. The okay. week before Logan, we got Lego Batman movie. That'll be different. Mm -hmm. And the <laughs> week before that, James McAvoy returns to the podcast with Split. Ooh, that's a I, good one. I have got quite a history with that. I have two. Well, one story is just how I saw it in theaters, but then I have another story about someone who told me that they saw it. And um, it's maybe more unbelievable than the movie itself. Dang. <laughs> yeah, it's it it shocked me. <laughs> <laughs> but next week's Doctor Strange, so one one week at a time. But yeah, enough talking because as the Joker would say, <clears throat> all that chit chat's gonna get you hurt.
myself, you 